Have you ever sat down to read your Bible and wonder where to begin, or question if the ancient words on those impossibly thin pages will ever make any sense? Maybe you've compared your Bible with the colorful and note-filled pages of others, or wondered how to understand why you believe what you believe. You're not alone, my friend. Welcome to the Biblical Context Matters podcast. I'm Bree Blum, and I will be your host while we take a closer look at God's Word through the eyes of the original audience, exploring the cultural, historical, geographical, linguistic, political, and religious influences upon the people and places of the Bible. Together, we'll learn how to intentionally study Scripture to get beyond surface-level knowledge and find a deeper belief and understanding of the heart of God. It's possible. Thank you, Promise. Blessed by being ready for the return of Jesus comes from week four of the Blessed Online Biblical Study by Gloria Lyman. I've never enjoyed being afraid. Scary movies, haunted houses, and creepy Halloween costumes have never been, and I assure you, will never be, something I look forward to. My peers in college quickly learned that I do not think that scary practical jokes are funny. Amusement parks are not very amusing to me at all. I understand that many people enjoy the thrill of an adrenaline rush, however, I try to avoid it as much as possible. I don't even like to see other people getting scared, even if they laugh afterward. Even with all of that being said, ironically, I enjoy watching detective and crime drama TV shows. Yeah, I often cover my eyes for the introduction as I feel it's the scariest part of the whole show. And even though I am not afraid of being afraid, I'm not a fan of being afraid. I've figured out that I like watching clever and brave investigating teams strategize, decode, and uncover clues and ultimately track down the bad guys. In these shows, it's encouraging and rewarding seeing the good guys win and the bad guys face the consequences. Admittedly, I don't even get sad or scared when a bad guy gets shot or has some other kind of brutal punishment. We can trust God's wrath. I used to read several parts of the Bible in a similar way to how I watched the first few minutes of crime drama shows. I would skim through the scary parts when the wrath of God was very frightening. I'm still not a fan of reading or hearing the more frightening stories in the Bible when God severely punishes people, especially when it seems to me to be for insignificant reasons. For example, I can somehow understand why God would rain down his wrath on the terrible sinful cities of Sodom and Gomorrah, but I've always been kind of terrified of Genesis 19 verses 26 when Lot's wife looks back and is turned into a pillar of salt. Yikes. To me, this seems like an extreme punishment for simply turning around. Nancy Guthrie explains my thought process on page 170 of her book, Blessed. Perhaps we think that the descriptions of the wrath are too harsh, too black and white, or too vindictive, or that some who experience his wrath don't really deserve it. We'd rather ignore it, soften it, or perhaps even scrub it. For this reason, I've struggled to read through the book of Revelation, as it's extremely hard to read and accept verses like Revelation 16.1 from the NIV that says, Then I heard a loud voice from the temple saying to the seven angels, Go pour out the seven bowls of God's wrath on the earth. 
The idea of God's wrath being poured out on the earth is horrifying. Thankfully, God has included reassurance for us in just a few verses later. In verse 7, it says, And I heard the altar respond, Yes, Lord God Almighty, true and just are your judgments. What a reassurance that God doesn't make mistakes or punish someone unjustly. His wrath has never just haphazardly been poured out. And we don't have to wonder or be afraid that we or anyone else will experience God's wrath who doesn't deserve it. We can trust God's wrath. Being ready for the return of Jesus. It's interesting that the more I watch detective and crime shows, I'm not as afraid. The structure of the show provides a vantage point that reveals the weakness of the bad guys and highlights the superior strengths and skills of the good guys. On page 172 of Blessed, Nancy Guthrie explains how Revelation 15 shows us a similar type of storyline. Her quote says, the, Lord people, the Lord's people standing on the far side of the persecution of the beast of the sea, singing a song that celebrates the Lord's triumph over their enemies because they recognize that this is what has been provided for their deliverance. They're not embarrassed by the wrath of God poured out on their persecutors. They revel in it. They see the wisdom, goodness, and covenant love of God in it. From their vantage point, they can see that the pouring out of wrath on those who per- persecuted them is a glorious demonstration of how great, amazing, just, true, and altogether righteous God is. End quote. The more I read and study the context of scripture, the more confident I become with the knowledge that as long as we are safe and secure in Jesus, we don't need to fear God's wrath. We can celebrate that his wrath is preparing the world for Jesus' return. One day we will see the ultimate battle between the good guys and the bad guys. Spoiler alert, our good God wins. Today we learned, number one, God's wrath is not something to be taken lightly. Number two, God doesn't make mistakes or punish someone unjustly. And number three, as long as we are safe and secure in Jesus, we don't need to fear God's wrath. We welcome you to answer the following question in the comments at intentionalfilling.com blog or in the comment section of the online biblical study, Blessed. How does knowing you can trust God to never make a mistake when he pours out his wrath affect the way that you read and interpret the Bible? Do you enjoy learning about scripture through its context? We invite you to visit our website, intentionalfilling.com, to check out the number of resources we have available in our shop, including worksheets, studies, and even our free online course, Rooted in the Word. Subscribe to the Biblical Context Matters podcast to be alerted of our new episode for more faith-boosting content. Until next time, read your Bible and remember, Biblical Context Matters.